Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums and art galleries. You guys, I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I'm about to fire up my group chat and book a trip because I literally love getting an amazing deal on a five-star hotel. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot think of anything better. Plus me, you know, I love the sun. I love to lay by a gorgeous pool, sipping a drink, knowing that I'm going to a fabulous restaurant that night. And I love that it won't be overcrowded. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Good morning, family. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks, live exclusively on SiriusXM Stars Channel 109. As always, it's our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. Guys, I want to talk to all of you, so call me right now, 888-94-STARS, 888-947-8277. Okay, what is worse, ghosting or flaking? Both are epidemics, and they're having outbreaks in the city of Los Angeles. I think that they're both bad. I think that on the whole, ghosting affects the male population more and flaking affects the female population more, but they're both bad. And a nice friend of mine in my orbit was just telling me about how uh, he got flaked on so bad yesterday. And sometimes I wonder if it's like a cycle, right? If it's a vicious cycle, because this girl, fla- he was going to cook her dinner. Okay. They had ingredients and everything. They had a plan. He followed up with her the morning of the date because he listens to this show like a good little boy. No response. He texts her again at 2.30. No response. 5.30, this girl texts him and is like, hey, I, I can't. And listen, have I done it? 
Yeah. Do I feel like a piece of fucking trash for doing it? Also, yeah. It's not cool, guys. And you know what? Then he internalizes it. And then he's more likely to do bad behavior. It's a fucking cycle. And while I'm having a rant about dating in the city of Los Angeles, you know, I don't talk about dating anymore, blah, blah, blah. But I got to get something off my chest, you guys. Okay, there's a trend on TikTok right now that's like men used to build houses and now they post photo dumps. Or it's like men used to chop wood and now they wait in line for brunch. It's a funny trend. It's very funny. I like it a lot. And it resonated with me this week because I invited a person that I'm seeing to an event. And his first question was, is this going to be like a thing where you stand on the red carpet and I hold your purse? Swear to God, that was the first question. Now, am I wrong or is that just like, is that a little icky? And the second thing he asked me, he was like, okay, whatever. He's going to come with me. Can he bring a friend? Can he bring a friend? We're like seeing each other. And yes, I'm going to this event and there will be a press element to it. But like, I'm sorry. I just feel like some of the guys in L.A. are just, I don't know, like wimpy. I don't know what energy that is, but I don't like it. For me, listen, is it the most comfortable thing to go to an event not knowing the context? No, it's not. But I, I'm used to it. And also, I'm a fucking grown up. I'm 31 years old. And if someone I'm dating invites me to something, I say, yeah, cool. What's the dress code? What time can I get there? <sighs> anyway, um, let's that's my rant for for the for the uh, for the morning. OK, Tell me what you think is worse, ghosting or flaking, and tell me if you think I'm out of bounds for being icked the fuck out by a dude asking if he can bring a friend. Which, what, what else is he going to do? Bring his blankie? Should, bring his mom? Stop. Enough. All right, let's take a caller. Who are we? Who should we talk to first? Hi. Oh, sorry. I didn't know it was me. Um, hi. Um, I think ghostings probably work. Um, <laughs> I agree yeah. with you. I totally agree with you. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you for Hi, weighing um, in. What's going on? How are you? Good. How are you? Um, I'm Maddie. I met you at a rich mom walk in San Francisco a oh couple months God. ago. Oh my God. It's still one of so my favorite days. Of, of it, was, it was epic. It was a really good day. Thank you awesome. for coming and thank you for calling in. Uh, thank you for calling in, Maddie. What's going on? I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, so... Someone a while back said that they send you Harry Potter DMs, but I'm pretty sure I'm like at Encyclopedia Britannica level. So I'm like <laughs> so sorry for how much I bombard you. I love it. Um, um, but I don't know. It's just been it's been nice to kind of have something to follow and listen to and just kind of be a distraction. Thank um, you. I'm glad. So, That's what I'm here for. It's just a little I'm like a friend who's not with you all the time just to, you know. To comfort yeah. you. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's been great. So right now, I'm from Palo Alto originally. I don't know if you, I probably explained my whole life to you when I met you in, in San Francisco, <laughs> but um, I'm Palo, from Palo Alto originally, and then I go to Tulane in New Orleans. So right okay. now I'm here in the South. It's really hot, um, studying for the MCAT. Oh, wow. And like, it's just, it's, it's just been a lot because being from California, it's always been so nice to be able to like, go outside and go on hikes, um, especially Palo Alto. It's like really, it's all accessible and like outside so great, but here it's like miserable. Yeah. It's like miserably hot. And so I've just been having like a really hard time, like being all cooped up with my MCAT books and I'm like doing, I'm doing research and I'm trying to do other things and like 
my boyfriend's here. He's also studying for the MCAT, but it's also kind of hard, like, that he's studying for the same thing and that I also have peers here who are doing the same thing. And it's just hard not to then, like, compare how well I'm doing. And, like, I try not yeah. to talk about scores and progress and stuff like that, but it's just it's hard not to look around and be like, okay, well, they did five hours today and today I only did, like, three. You know what I mean? Totally. So Totally. It's hard not to get caught up in all of that. And like, I'm really trying because I know if I zero in on like something so academic too closely, like last summer I was taking classes all summer and like it sent me into like a crazy depression spiral just because I literally wasn't doing anything else. Yeah. And so with like the MCAT, I'm like trying to approach it differently but I can't tell if I'm like burning out already. I haven't even taken it once yet. Yeah. When is, when do you take it? When's the first time that you take the MCAT? That's, like I can take it September. Or I can push back to January. Like I'm still trying, like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like still trying to decide what's best. And it's just, it's just hard. I think it's hard to like, no, get ready for all. Listen, I'm validating you. You've got, you've got a, you're just, sometimes you go through those periods in life that are just a little meh. Like you're studying, yeah. it's hot as balls. Your boyfriend is taking the same test. It's the summer. You are thinking about going on a lovely hike in cool Palo Alto. And instead you're sweating your balls off studying for eight hours a day. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it doesn't sound like a, like a picnic. So I, first no, of all, it's like an ass summer. It's yeah, ass it's an ass summer. It is, it is. And, and, and sometimes we just go through those periods in life, whether it's something that we're working towards or it's just circumstantial, it happens. I think I, I, I think you should try to take it in September. I think you should really buckle down. What, what month is it? July. I think you've got to map it out. One thing that I used to do when I was studying really hard is I would print out a calendar. I know that sounds really weird, but I'd print out like an old school calendar from just like Microsoft Word or whatever. And I would write down like all the days so I could just see it visually. And I was like, okay, I've got look, whatever, 50 days left until the test. And on every day I would write like one treat that I would do. And also you're going to roll your eyes at me because I know this is my answer for a lot of things. But whenever I went through intense periods of studying, routine was my best friend because it made it feel like a game almost. Like when I was studying for like in Stanford when I was in this really hard class I remember just being like and I'm not like I don't really like to study that much I never did so it was really hard because as you said it's really comparative because you're with people who are literally taking the same test as you so it's very very hard not to compare but you've just got to be like look that's that doesn't affect my score that doesn't affect what I do and any time you spend thinking about your boyfriend's score anyone else's or how much they study like it takes away from your mind share and even if you take that mind share and go for I don't know a walk at the mall or whatever it's better than thinking about them because it literally does nothing so I would like print out a calendar write how many days you have You've got to get maniacal with the treats. And I'm saying like you you have to figure out what small things can bring you joy in this like ass time, whether it's a weekly manicure, whether it's, I don't know, having like a really special smoothie for breakfast on Fridays, like little things like that, and then add them to the calendar and then just do the routine and honestly pretend that you're like in squid games or something like literally pretend that you're just in, in a game and know that it's temporary and Honestly, I love this phrase. It's such a cheesy phrase. It's in my gym. It says tough times don't last, but tough people do. And it you just you this is about grit. 
now. This is about pure grit. And you can do it. You're a fucking badass. You took class all last summer. You're at Tulane. You're taking the fucking MCAT. You're you're a beast. But it, you just got to bear down for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. means a lot. You can do it. And just try to Go for September. Listen, if you need... Can you take it again? I don't know about the MCAT. Can you take yeah, it twice? Yeah, I can honestly take... I mean... It'll probably be more expensive taking it multiple times, but if I need to, like, yeah, it's not yeah. the end of the universe. So then you got it. Just But but push for September. Imagine how good you'll feel yeah. if you're good with a score. I, you can just... I want to be so done. Yeah. I want to be done. I get it. Yeah, push for September. You got this. Well, thank you. I love you so much. Love Thanks you for tons. everything that you and, do for hey, me and so many other people out here. I'm really proud of you. What you're doing is tough and it takes grit. And that's a, that is a dying thing in this world. Pure hard work and grit is really, really rare. And I'm proud of you and it's cool. So, um, so keep on, okay? That means a lot. Thank you so much. Love you tons. Have a good day. Love you. Bye. Me too. Bye. Damn. The MCAT is no fucking joke. Oh, my God. I have chills on my spine remembering when I was studying. I had this one routine for this insane Shakespeare class I really wanted to get an A at. And I remember I would study all day. I think I was still taking Adderall at that time. And I would study all day. And then I would go to Whole Foods. And I would get a large soup and and two sushi packets. And I would eat it at 5 o'clock. And that was my big treat. And then I would study, like, all through the rest of the night. And that's literally the only class that I tried hard for because at Stanford, uh, it's not that your grades don't matter, but like everything's on a curve. It's really, it's pretty cushy. Um, I'm not going to be invited back for the alumni talks now, but I uh, know it was a good thing. And I remember I was just like in this grind and I weirdly came to love it because you know me, I love routine. So I weirdly loved my little prison that I made myself and studying for like five hours a day. I had this one corner of Theta that I, I had totally capitalized. I was like, this is my corner. No one touched my books. No one touched my pages. You got to get freaky. You got to get freaky with it. And I need to talk more about grit because I think it's one of the coolest fucking things and so few people have it these days. There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. It's so important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I 
have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop. And you know, this girl loves efficiency, right? So my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place. What a relief, right? And I know about Zola because I've bought so many gifts on registries via Zola. And I just love how easy it is to send gifts, keep everything organized. Everything is like done for you. And we absolutely love that. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEETINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks i think we're going to talk to marissa marissa hi marissa hey tanks how are you i'm well how are you how are you doing 
Good. I'm in Boise, Idaho, and I know you were just in Idaho, oh so I hope you enjoyed God. it. It was so wonderful. It was just, I am so lucky that I get to spend time there. What a wonderful place. Uh, we we did so many hikes. We had trout. I'm a happy girl. <laughs> okay, so I have a weird question. Mm-hmm. So I have a wedding that I was invited to in September. Okay. Um, and I really want to go. I've known the guy who's getting married since I was in the fifth grade. Um, so we grew up together. However, um, one of his groomsmen, I was in a situation ship with for so embarrassing, but like eight years. Oh, wow. Um, and we went, um, we came to college together, all this stuff. Um, and we ended up running a business together and we, I got a dog um, that he was going to help me with, and then last summer, um, he ended up kidnapping my dog, and I had to sue him to get the dog back. Oh, my God. Oh, it was crazy. And then um, I, he was served and then called crying about how he's so sorry and blah, 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 but I had just completely, like, cold turkey cut him off um, last June. Okay. And so... I started dating this new guy who I'm actually moving in with tomorrow, Hell who yeah. is like absolutely amazing. I like honestly probably would not have ended that situationship if it wasn't for like all of the signs of the universe, including like your realistic voice. Um, so I'm like so thankful for that. But my question is, I want to go to this wedding and I want to take my boyfriend, but kidnap dog guy is a groomsman. Yeah. Do I go? Wow, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. Let me think for a second. Um, you know, I I don't know that I would. I, I don't know that you need to put yourself... I mean, well, here's the thing. You sound pretty... You sound like you're in a great place. You sound like you're super stable, whatever. I guess it. I guess my follow-up question would be, how is dog kidnapper, what is his demeanor? I mean, did he apologize after you served him, after you got the dog back? Did he give any sort of explanation? Was he having a mental break? I guess, what is his state right now? So I didn't really, like, give him the time of day when I picked up my dog. I was just like, got what I needed. I need nothing from you. And then I've had no communication with him since. Did your friend who's getting married tell you, I mean, have you had a conversation with your friend who's getting married about, about this? Because it's a pretty severe crime against you. Yeah. So I like filled him in um, when he got engaged and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Have you touched base with this guy? And like, did you hear about what happened? And he's like, oh my gosh, no, he hasn't said anything to me. Like, is kind of like pretending it never happened because I think it's like embarrassing on his end, yeah. which I get. But like at the same time, like we have all grown up together. Like, yeah, you can't like do that. No, you certainly can't. Oh, gosh, I, I mean, I think it would be fine if you went, you will have some sort of interaction with him. I guess, I guess for me, I just don't know that it's worth the stress on your head. You've already been through a lot. Um, I mean, it's really traumatic to have your your pet taken from you and having to go through legal um, process to get it back. I, I, I just, I don't know. And And to me, it's almost weirder that he's pretending like it never happened. That's almost creepier to me. 
where it's like, what are you, what do you mean? You stole a dog. Like you can't, you can't just pretend that you didn't get served papers because you stole someone's pet. I don't know. I, I, I this is a tricky one. I'm 50, yeah. 50. What does your boyfriend think? I know. What does your boyfriend so think now? He, he's just like, why is this person like even still in the mix? And I'm like, yeah, well, he's like completely not. I just don't want to put you in that situation to like have to, you know, well, that's be even around him. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair. That's the other thing is I do think it puts your boyfriend in an uncomfortable situation because he's going to have to be on the defensive just like as a guy to guy it's going to be kind of a tense situation i i just don't know if you can walk into the wedding in a relaxed way do you know what i mean there's no way you really can because you're going to be looking for you know he when when are you going to see him when are you going to you know when's the interaction going to be and i feel like the entire weekend will kind of be leading up to when you guys speak and then you know after that the aftermath depending on how it goes now someone might say why should you miss your friend's wedding because of this asshole? And I get that argument. I just, I'm kind of like, what's the, what's the best case scenario? You don't speak to him. You enjoy your friend's wedding. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but you'll probably be on edge. Your poor boyfriend will probably be on edge the whole time. That's the best case scenario. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't, I feel bad, but like, I just don't know if it's worth it but then at the same time everybody like my family has been like well if you don't go it's like he wins he and wins, I'm like yeah. I don't but the thing is I don't even want to play the game that's so how, that's I how care. I feel yeah I'm very much more of that mind where it's like you can't win if I'm not playing and that's I don't know that's been my philosophy lately with a lot of big issues but um this is a really tricky one I I see both sides I personally personally I probably wouldn't go but you have to have a conversation with your boyfriend and you have to see how you're feeling this this I'm not going to say what I what I really think you should do only you can know if you're equipped to handle all the different things at play because you're going to be dealing with um the ex you're going to be dealing with your boyfriend and most importantly you're going to be dealing with yourself so it's like do you want to put yourself through that um and only weddings, like we all know too there's like it's fun and there's like alcohol and yeah. all of that. And I just feel like there's too many risky variables. It's to like a heightened, really ruin yeah. not only a weekend, but a year of being like so strong and like so much progress that I just don't know if it's worth it. Exactly. That's the thing is you were so strong and you went cold turkey, which I'm very proud of. And it's like all this, you know, just for one weekend. It, weddings are like heightened. Everybody comes into a wedding kind of ready to go in a good or a bad way. And I just worry that it would undo um, all of the amazing progress you've made for yourself and that it could have a damaging effect on your relationship or, you know, affect your boyfriend and you're, and you're, you know, you're about to move in. Like it's a, it's a happy time. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. One thing I, one thing I, the last thing I'll say is if you do decide not to go, don't think about it as him winning you want to know why because if you don't go he's gonna think wow she doesn't even want to be around me at all like that's how badly I did and he obviously knows you're in a happy relationship and you're moved on also this is the last mantra that I'll leave you with living well is the best revenge and that's what you're doing you got your dog back you got a new man you're moving in your life is on the up 
this creepy dog napper is we don't know what he's doing and we truly don't care so if you do decide not to go it's not a failure it's not because you're weak it's because you are protecting your peace right that's something so undervalued you're protecting your peace and that's very important so i'm sorry that i didn't give you a specific direction but that's my thought process and i think you'll probably know what to do maybe closer to the time but have another talk with your boyfriend too yeah good plan thank you so much of course i'm sorry that you had to go through that good luck write write to me and tell me <laughs> if you go i'm i'm really interested to see what you decide okay thanks all right bye bye if someone kidnapped ceviche i would rain terror down on them I would lawyer up so fucking fast. I I don't know if I would lawyer up. I would get my I don't I don't even want to finish that sentence. But if anybody stole Viche, oh my fucking god. Did you guys know I'm a black belt in karate? I bet you didn't. Now you do. I I am for real. That's not a lie. You can ask my mom. <laughs> okay, Vi. We are going to talk to Vi. Hey, good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning. How are you doing? Um, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Um, so I recently turned 16. Oh, okay. And because of this, a few of my friends decided, hey, we're going to, like, invite you to a party. Okay. Like, you need to get out more. It's summertime. Yeah. So we get to the party, and there's a girl that I don't know, and she brought alcohol. Okay. Hello? Oh, she dropped. Oh my gosh, 16 is young. Well, yeah, if you're still out there, be careful because the drinking age is 21 and be safe around older kids always. Love you. Okay, let's go to Annika. Hi, Annika. Oh my gosh. Hi, Tings. Hi, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Oh my gosh, I'm like literally shaking. I can't believe I got through. <laughs> I'm so excited to chat with you. How are you doing? What's going on? Um, you know, I'm great. So I'm currently on my break from college right now. Okay, and cool. I just have like so much going on. Yeah. Like I have a remote internship. I'm working a pretty demanding like retail job. Um, I'm like the PR chair of my sorority. Hell yeah. Um so I do like a lot right now, which I love staying busy and I'm a hard worker, but you know, those jobs are kind of like creatively like demanding and yeah. I'm almost having burnout to the point where I like am having creative drought, like writer's block almost, but creatively. So I was wondering if you had any advice for that and just for burnout in general. Yeah, that sounds like a lot, especially in the summer when you should be resting and relaxing at least a little bit. Um, I mean, I get it. I'm proud of you for taking everything on. And, and I think the fact that you're, you've been able to manage to juggle all of these things thus far shows how um, capable you are. That being said, just because you can work to a certain level doesn't mean you should, right? It just because you can physically do all these things doesn't mean it's good for you. And now you're kind of seeing the fallout effect, which is you're feeling burned out. You're feeling not creative. Um, is there anything that you can take a little step back from, not give it up completely, but take a little bit less responsibility on? Or are they all pretty much um, full commitments through the summer? Well, it's pretty much like the internship. I'm 
it's a full commitment through the summer. Um, and then the sorority position is definitely like it's up until like January. Okay. So it goes for a while. Um, I did just cut back my retail hours a little bit, which has helped like tremendously. Um, but you know, working in retail, I don't know if you've ever worked. Oh retail, my God. But, like, it is so the demanding. Most tiring. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exhausting demanding mentally yes. and physically it's it's a very very de- you're beat after it you're completely beat after a shift <laughs> yes. so I, I get it um yeah I think I think just being really mindful of okay so knowing this knowing that you this is through the internship is through the summer sorority till January and this the retail is your job I think um being really mindful of the downtime that you do have although it is limited, will help you feel less burned out. And also I think labeling it does uh, really help because you've said you're like, I'm burned out and you are. And it's a really scary to get to that point and say that. But just saying that now you're aware knowledge is power, right? So now when you do have a couple hours off, you need to think, what are the things that relax you? And I mean, truly relax you, truly unwind you, truly give your brain a break. Um, And I think sometimes when we're so busy and we're in this like fight or flight mode constantly with our schedules, when we get a down hour, we're like, well, I need to do more. Like I could be working harder on my internship. Wrong. Okay. In those few spare hours that you do have, whether it's taking a walk, calling a friend from home, uh, going to the gym, going for a swim, whatever it is, you have to be really dialed in and do those things for yourself because otherwise you're not going to you're going to go crazy. So I think you've already done the first thing which is scaling back one of these um commitments a little bit. You the mm-hmm. internship is to to the end of the summer and after that you'll have a little bit more breathing room. But also I want you to really think about like go forward. This is not the the level of of commitment that you want to work at, right? And it's you're young, you're so young. So it's important to start making these habits now because I think a lot of the time people in college they get addicted to that like high level of doing 5 million things and it's great to do a million things but it's not sustainable. And when you enter the work world, you're going to want to do a million more things. You're going to be dating and doing extra stuff and a job and whatever and you have to set the B word boundaries. Learn boundaries early because especially for women, we're like rubber bands. We're like, oh yeah, I can take on one more thing. Oh, you need me to make uh, cupcakes for the school? Yeah, sure. Oh, you need me to do this project by Friday? Yeah, I can do it. We just say yes and yes and yes and we bend and we bend and we bend and who hurts from it? We do. We do. We just take on so much. So I want you to really get focused on where your boundaries lie, what you can do to maximize your downtime, and how you want to adjust go forward. Okay. That's exactly like what I needed to hear. I I don't know. It's hard for me to be like, you need to scale back because I am just like almost a workaholic. Yeah. And you're a perfectionist. Like I love staying busy. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. Yes. hundred percent. And you get addicted to but... it. Yeah. You get addicted to doing <laughs> yeah. it. And you're like, well, if I, if I worked this many hours this week, then I can do it next week. No wrong. That's not how it works. And now you're seeing that you're burned out. So I'm telling you, exactly. so I'm giving you permission. You got to You've got to set some boundaries and you've got to take care of yourself. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Well, I will hopefully like start doing that, especially in the summer, but at least like whenever school starts, like I'm actually going abroad. So that's going to be like, oh my God. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. That's the perfect thing. Where are you going? 
I'm going to Florence, Italy. I'm oh going with some of my, my friends God. here, so it should be so fun. All of yeah, my friends went wait. to Florence and they had like the best time. They they literally won't really? they're still talking about it. It's ten years later and they're like, Oh my god, that time oh in Florence. Gosh. Literally, you're gonna have the best time and that will hopefully shake you out of your perfectionism, your workaholicism, and and then you'll come back refreshed and, and more balanced. But that's really cool. I'm excited for you. Exactly. I hope so too. Thank you so much, Tanks. You are literally the best. I, I listen to you, you before I like get ready for work every single day oh. and you just start my day off right. So I love you so much. <laughs> that, that makes me so happy. All right. Well, love you so much. Love you. Bye. Talk soon. Bye. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. To be going abroad again, that would be, I mean, I didn't go abroad, but I sure as shit would like to. I guess as an adult, that's called going on vacation. Okay. Hi, Catherine. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, how are you? Awesome. Good. How are you? I'm well, thanks. I was like shocked that I got through. I randomly woke up super late, was having a super tough morning. Just randomly called in, so just made my morning. Thank you. Fortuitous. I love it. I love it. What's going <laughs> on with you? Yeah, so I think for me, I'm kind of having a hard time with the fact that, I guess for context, I'm 23. I live in Austin. I okay. love the city. Okay. But... I'm not truly happy in my job, but I kind of feel content enough, yet it feels like all my friends, people in my life have these crazy things they're doing that they're passionate about, and I'm just not there yet. Yeah. It's kind of like to add a layer on, I think the things that I like doing like might not be interesting enough or like financially like rewarding enough to like be passionate, if that makes sense, or I just kind of feel lacking um, when I compare myself to others. Yeah. Okay. So a lot to unpack here. First of all, I'd be remiss if I didn't start with your last word that you said you were comparing yourself to others. And I get it. I get it. It is our default to compare, but it really is the thief of motherfucking joy. It is the thief of motherfucking joy to compare yourself to others. Okay. Secondly, you are very young. You are very, very young. And it's okay if your first job out of, is it your first job out of college? It is my first job. Yeah. 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 Um, it's normal to hate it, okay? I think the worst thing that my generation did, uh, millennials, we sold, we we were we were hopped up on this dream of like everybody needs to be a founder, everybody needs to be a fucking business owner, everybody needs to love their job and work, you know, 20 hours a day because they're so fucking passionate about. It. Okay, you know what? Sometimes in life, some periods, your job is just your job. And I need to talk about this more because I think the pressure that we put on ourselves to be like obsessed with our jobs right away is unhealthy and it's not realistic. A job used to be a thing that you would do to support yourself. Now, is the goal to find something that you fucking love and that feels amazing for your skill set and for what you're passionate about it? Of course. Yes. But the idea that we should know what that job is and be good enough for it at 22, 23 is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. And it's stressing young people out. I was stressed the fuck out. I thought I wanted this job at Gap so badly. It took me a year to interview. I graduated Stanford. I went to this job at Gap, fucking hated it, was fucking terrible at it. I was and, and I was looking around at all my friends and they were making triple the amount of money that I was. And they were working at Google and Facebook and, I, I was, and they were starting companies and I didn't know my head for my asshole. Okay. So I think that unless you're deeply unhappy, you should stay for a while. Unpopular opinion. You know, you're, you're young. Just if it's, if it's sustaining you and if it's good enough for now, 
then you should just chill for a while. Focus on your friends. Focus on whatever you're passionate about on the side. You said whatever you liked. You don't think that it would ever be uh, enough to like make a career out of. You don't know that. You don't, do, you, do you see all the weird jobs that are popping up? People are like professional oatmeal tasters. You have no idea. So my advice would be, um, it's okay that you don't love your job. It's great that you love your city. It's great that you love your friends. And I think you should just lean into that. S- obviously, stay vigilant. Obviously, I'm not saying stay in your job for 10 years or whatever, but it's okay. It's your first job. Just just ride it out for a little bit until something really piques your interest. You know, maybe you take a coffee with someone and they tell you about a new company or whatever. But for now, you're right where you need to be. I, I seriously, I prom- I feel very strongly about that. All right. Thank you. I needed to hear that. I kind of have like one more little last follow up. Yeah. I was wondering if you have any good practices to like kind of help you out of the comparison habits. I know you always get preach comparison to thief of joy. So if you notice yourself doing that in your head, like what do you kind of do to shake out of the spiral? I get really granular with with the concept because I say it so much that honestly, even for me, sometimes it loses meaning because I'm telling everyone else and whatever. I literally stop and I think I, I think looking at this Instagram model's body and comparing mine to it will hurt me very quickly. It will literally ruin my afternoon. It will literally ruin my day. It will make me feel like I have less self-worth and it will negatively affect my life. And that's what I say. Like if I really find myself comparing, I get, I really imagine it hurting me. I imagine myself in two hours being like in a bad mood or I imagine myself um, like thinking badly about my body or, or thinking badly about my career and I just really get granular with that visual and I'm like it will hurt me and it's like it's so hard I, I I know I say it a lot and I say it like it's nothing but it's a practice it's not even a mantra it's a practice that you have to get into and you just have to say this will only lead to bad things it's like I don't know, smoking cigarettes. Literally nothing good can come of it. You know how it will end. Literally nothing good can come of it. And so I just really kind of try to shock myself with the image of me feeling badly in a couple hours. And that's one way that I that I click into it. I like that. I just wrote that down. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Tink, thank you so much for your time. Thank um, you. Great. It was a good show and week and give Ceviche a little kiss for me. She's so cute. Thank you. You're, you're amazing. And you're <laughs> seriously, you're going to, you're fine. You're good. You're right where you need to be. Go have fun. Invest in your female friendships, date, laugh. You're, you're great. All right. Thank you so much. Lots Bye-bye. of love. Bye. Oh, to be 23 again. I wish, I don't know if I wish that I was 23. I love every stage. I love every every stage. All right. Let's talk to Katie. Hi, Katie. Tinks. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. I am going to cry. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Okay. I love you so much. I love I you. Into- oh, hi. Where are you calling from? <laughs> Chicago. Oh, one of my favorite cities. That's wonderful. How great is that? The- it's the best. You have to do a rich mom walk on the lakefront soon. But, I'm plotting. Um, I'm plotting. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I'll get into my question. Um, oh my God, I'm so excited. But um, I've, okay, so I've been with my boyfriend for like four months now since like first encounter, we'll okay. just say. Okay. Um, he's great. I was single for like a little over two years. Um, so I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 
months older than me, which I feel like makes that such a big difference sometimes. Like, everything is amazing. Like, I know he's the one. Like, it's the best. So, yeah. Great. here's my okay? um, Just one little hiccup. But he says, like, so many nice things to me. Like, I'm not wondering really how he feels about me. But, caveat, he hasn't said I love you yet. And, like, I'm like you, Tinks. Like, I've always been the one to, like, say it first in the relationship, you know? Yeah. So, I... For this one time, like, I just want him to do it. Yeah. I know that sounds kind of dumb, but, like, I just do. Um, it's just, like, the way I want it to happen. But, like I said, like, everything else is amazing. He's literally perfect. But, like, I'm just confused why he hasn't said it yet. Do you, and, feel, like, do you feel like he Sorry, is in ahead. love with you? I think so. Yeah. Like, I, I, and you're in love with him. I can tell. You're in love with him. Oh, yeah. Head over heels. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like smiling ear to ear. I'm smiling so much. My cheeks hurt. You have the sweetest energy. And, and I know that feeling of where it's like, you literally want to burst out of your skin because you're so obsessed with someone. And I, I don't know. You really want him to say it first. I think it's cool to say it first. You think like for me to say it first? I always go by the rule of like, if you say it, if you feel it, say it like it's, first of all, I think it's cool. And, and secondly, I can you sound so happy and fulfilled and I would find it difficult to believe that it was one-sided you know what I mean like especially at this stage feelings that are so strong like this they're not one-sided I'm sure that he loves you back if you were telling me any other information I'd be like ah maybe pump the brakes but like it's clear it's clear that you guys are in this great place I think if if you feel it say it there's no harm and and saying it first it's not going to change and think about it this way it's not going to change anything right because if I think he's in love with you for sure so he'll he'll just say it back or say it when he's ready maybe he's not ready wait by the way how old are you guys so I'm 27 and he's 36 so like just yeah like nine ten years yeah so I maybe he's you know guys get a little, little more serious when they're older maybe he's just trying to be a little stoic or I don't know maybe he's just you know you never know men are fucking weird I think you should just say it you sound so happy I am I'm so happy it's like literally like the best relationship I've ever been in so like I but you're right I think like I think it's on the tip of his tongue and like it's just a matter of like who's gonna do it first yeah yeah and it's like you're not you're not playing games you're in a relationship and you love this man so it's like who cares you know oh my god you're right you're so right I just like needed you to like give me that extra push I'm so happy for you I just love hearing like the the real love in people's voices you know there's so many times people calling and they're like do you think that you know it's a it's a negative problem and this is just like such a happy one and I'm really happy for you and I think you should just say it and and enjoy it because it's the best fucking feeling to be in love with someone so you're thanks and you know what i think i'm just gonna fucking do it but thank you so much of course i love you you. oh go go have fun go have fun being in love (laughs) thanks have the best day you too bye oh my god that is so cute I think I've said I love you first, like every single relish. I don't give a fuck. I say what I feel uh, most of the time. <laughs> okay, Sam. Hi, Sam. How are you? Hi. Hi, Tinks. Oh, my God. It's, I can't believe I'm actually speaking to you. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm good. Um, so, for once, 
my, like, I'm dating someone new and it's actually going well. Hell yeah. Um, I went through, I went through a really rough patch where like every guy just like sucked and like I just dealt with traumatic experiences. Um, but now that it's going so well, I'm like almost like self-sabotaging and like putting trauma or like trauma dumping on it without him knowing, um, just because I'm like waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I'm just like wondering like what to do because he's so perfect and so great. Um, that I obviously like don't want it to get messed up, but yeah. Yeah. You, so what do you feel like you're, you're bringing issues from past relationships into this one? Like, I'm just like, almost like making like a safety net, but isn't really a safety net of like all these like negative thoughts that like, if something does happen, like I'm already like mentally prepared. Um, but I have like no reason to feel that way because he's so incredible. Like, it's really nice. Like the chemistry's there. He's like invited me to meet his friends. Um, he's met like mine. Like it's all yeah. like smooth sailing. I'm just like, you're freaking people, out. Like, I'd rather like yeah. not be, yeah. I'd rather not be surprised than like, yeah. Oh God. Like I had the rug swept out from under me and right now the rug's like not moving. Yeah. The rug is firmly under your feet. I, I get it. I, I, I have these tendencies some, sometimes too, where I'll make a problem before there isn't one just out of being defensive or being afraid because that's what it really is at the end of the day is is it's fear and that's a horrible thing to hold in your body and I'm really sorry that that all that negative stuff happened to you in the past I think identifying it well first of all you're very self-aware because you identified it right so you that's like more than half the battle is just saying I have trauma and I'm bringing it into what is a perfectly lovely relationship now and I think you just you kind of have to have a little talk with yourself and say, the evidence is here. There's nothing wrong, right? This is simply, I'm allowing my fear to govern me. And that's a really bad space to be in because we should always be leading with our hearts or our heads, but never our fear, right? Never do we let our past traumas drive the ship because that's when we get into problems. Um, I mean, I think... You have to just get granular with what specifically you're doing. Is it is it like all internal thoughts? You're basically building a case. Yeah. 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 Pretty much like when I'm around him, like I forget, like he makes me feel like super comfortable. Like I'm totally yeah. fine. And then like when I'm by myself, I'm just like, okay, like let me just like at least like have like get in this like dark space. And I don't want to be in that dark space. Like I just want to like be able to be like, okay, no, I'm happy. Like it's going well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just, like, get like trapped up. Do you have uh do you have a therapist? Do you talk to someone? No, but my mom was saying that I definitely should get a therapist. I think <laughs> you know what I really think in this case it would be really great for you to speak to someone even just for a few weeks and just ha- work through this because yeah. it's it, this is the type of thing where if you don't fix it now, you will I mean listen, I hope this is the guy of your dreams and you end up with him, but if it doesn't work out, you're going to keep bringing this trauma into new relationships. And that's where therapy can be so helpful. That can be so helpful to just, that's how I am eventually kind of fixed what I was doing in my, in my own life with, with dating. And so I think, I think it would be really great if you, if you saw someone and then my last tip more practice, which is actually a tip I learned from my therapist is like, whenever you're in those dark and twisties, get out a piece of paper, not on your phone. It has to be paper. Write down, I'm feeling insecure because um, 
of these past negative experiences, nothing has changed. And just like journal it out, like just literally free write and be like, I'm feeling this and that, but I know it's not real. And just then, then it's outside of your body because it's all about releasing it from your body, right? You can't, you can't be harboring all this negativity. Like you're, you're harming yourself in a way you're harming your, your psyche by, by harboring all these negative thoughts. So I think I think therapy would be really good. I think you should go and just yeah. and the the that's the best type of therapy to go is when you go in with a targeted problem. You know, you go in and say, "Hey, listen, like I've got this thing. It's a, an issue I want to solve. I'm ready to do the self work. Like, let's get to work." That's like a therapist's dream because then it's like you know it's targeted. It's great. Yeah, then you're not sitting there like, oh, like, so what do you want to talk about today? Well, but, yeah, no, I mean, is, you know, th- yeah. sometimes therapy is hard to start like, oh, tell me about your childhood. Like, you know, that that's that works for some people. It doesn't work for me. For me, I like and you know what? I'll even tell you an- another recommendation for me. The best type of therapy that I've found is cognitive behavioral therapy. And that's it's okay. very um, action oriented. So it's more like tips and tools that you can use to make your life better. It's not the whole like laying on the couch talking about your childhood thing. No disrespect to that. I love all therapy. I'm yeah. fucking obsessed with it as everyone knows. Um but yeah, that would be that would be my advice. I think you I think you've got this. You're obviously smart. You're obviously ready to do the work. So 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 go for it. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like hearing it from someone that like obviously doesn't know me at all that like I should try therapy like kind of like solidifies it for me yeah. because like my mom will say it just because it's recommendation, not that I don't listen to her. She's my best friend, but, um, sometimes it just helps to hear it from someone else. Yeah. 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 No, I really appreciate it. Love you so much. Love you tons. Everything you do for everyone. Oh, I love you. You're going to be great. I'm proud of you. Bye. Hello, Derek. How are you this morning? Hi, thanks. How are you today? I'm all right. What's going on? Uh, um, not too much. I just, you know, I, people always call in and they're like, I'm so, like, I didn't think I'd get through, but you know what? When I saw your post that story about your number today, I knew I'd get through because you know what? You're always there for us. And oh. I just felt it in my bones that you would pick up. So a little I, bit different spin on that, but I, I knew it. That. And I knew it always come through. Thank you, Derek. I'm so glad. I, I'm so glad that I can take your call. Me too. Thank you so much. Um, well, just one other thing. Like, I thought, Steffi, write this down. It would be so cool if you did like a recap episode for all the people that have called in. Like, is she going to go end up going to the wedding? To the wedding. I know. Like, I, I really want to do that. I think that's a great idea because I'm, I, I have all them in my head and I'm like, did she end up breaking up with him? Is she going to go to the wedding? I totally need to do that. That's a great idea. We're going to do a follow up. We're going to do a follow up for sure. Um, okay. Well, I'll get right into it. I know I'm the last color of the day, but um, oh, you know, one more thing. Honestly, I've started to go to therapy last month based off of some of your uh, conversations that you've had on your podcast and just people calling. And let me tell you, it is life changing for the last person that was on a call. You, I just feel like you do the same thing where we come to you with these complex, crazy problems or just advice. And you're able to give us the simple, most actionable solution. And I think it's something that we all can resonate with. No matter, like, is this girl going to go to the wedding? It's something that we can all take. So I just really appreciate and literally die for you listening to all the things you have to say to us. So Derek, you're, you're going to make me cry. I, you're so sweet. I This is really beyond kind. I want to flag that we have, like, three minutes left, so I want to give you all that I can in that time. But I, okay. you're so kind. Thank you. Love you so much. Um, you. So I guess I'm going through a little bit of a crush on 
one of my best friends. And I think that you've talked about being in love with your best friend as well. And it's never going to happen. It's not going to work out, but can't lose them as a friend. I tried the funeral. It doesn't work for me. I don't know if I need to do something different, but I think like generally that may be for like, you know, a random. Yeah. I think funeral is more like if it's a situation, but if you're in love with your best friend, oh my God, I've been there. It is it's intense. It's it's a, it's a lot. It's a, it's the most intense form of crush. Oh God, it sucks. Are you? Do you think you maybe would tell them or no? I don't think it'll ever work out. So no, I, I don't think I could. I think I would make stuff weird. Okay. Okay. Fine. Here here is my advice. So, I, I really, got what I, what I need to do is move on. I really do. Yeah. I need to get over. You do. You do. But but before you do that, give yourself a little bit of period of time. This is what I'm going to leave you with to romanticize your crush. Okay, because you know what? Even though crushes are painful sometimes and they're intense and overpowering to have a true unrequited love crush is kind of an amazing experience because it shows you your edges and it shows you that you're capable of this wonderful, deep love and that something bigger is coming for you and that your body, you're, you're just getting ready for it. Your heart is growing these so yes, you need to get over your friend, but until then, romanticize it and think, wow, I'm a deep feeler. I have the capacity for love. I have the capacity for crushes. And the next person that comes into my life that is right, oh my God, it's going to be, it's going to be fireworks. I love you, Derek. I fucking love you. I fucking love you. I love Thank you. So much. I need to it. I love you. I'll, I, I, you're wonderful. Have a great day. Oh, a crush. Oh, being in love with your best friend. Okay, guys, what color should I dye my hair? I'm doing it tomorrow. Please um, write me and let me know. Uh, you've been listening to It's Me Tinks Live exclusively on SiriusXM Stars. Remember, live AMA is every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Pacific. Listen to this episode anytime on SiriusXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. I love you. Have a wonderful day. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go. And I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming. And ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.